Hello, dear listeners. This podcast has reached its final episode. I've started a new podcast titled Build Your English, which you can find at patreon.com slash buildyourenglish. There, you can access your weekly free episode and its transcript. I hope to see you there. Hello, dear listeners. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing great and that you're ready to learn some collocations together with me. Welcome to episode number 53 of the Collocation of the Day podcast. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about collocations to describe the countryside. We've got five minutes, so without further ado, let's go. So, describing the countryside. This is one of those episodes where I'm showing you exactly how I incorporate new language into my brain. After all, the moments that I'm talking or writing about the countryside in my life are far and few between. They are scarce. I almost never do that. So, today I'm going to read aloud some text from English Collocations in Use Intermediate. And along the way, we'll be learning some lovely expressions. So imagine that I'm in a cottage, yeah, and from my room, I'm in a cottage, let's say, in Scotland, and from my room, I look out over the surrounding countryside. And it is very different from the familiar landscape I see from the windows at home. At home, it's a gentle landscape with open fields, but here it's a bleak landscape with rocky mountains in the distance. So... Which collocations did you hear or did you notice? I talked about the surrounding countryside, right? And I also talked about a familiar landscape. It is the countryside, yeah, the surrounding countryside in Scotland is very different from the familiar landscape in the Netherlands. Yeah? At home in the Netherlands, it's a gentle landscape with open fields. And that means it's a landscape with nothing extreme or threatening about it. Yeah, that's gentle. And open fields are fields that are uninterrupted by woods or houses. But here in Scotland, it's a bleak landscape with rocky mountains in the distance. And a bleak landscape is lacking vegetation and is exposed to the elements. We can also say bleak and barren landscape. All right, that was the first part of my journey. Now I'm somewhere else. I'm in a cottage. And this cottage is in some wonderful, unspoiled countryside on the edge of a dense forest. Unfortunately, the trees block the view of the snow-covered mountains. And this cottage has a little garden with a stream at the end of it. And the stream winds through the forest. Now, during my stay here, I spoke with some local people and they told me that a foreign company wanted to build a timber factory here. But the same local people, they said that it would destroy the countryside and fortunately their campaign to protect the environment succeeded. Yeah, so that is my short story. And did you notice some collocations? We have unspoiled countryside which is a countryside that has not been changed by industry or modern build buildings. And we have dense forest, which of course is a thick forest with loads and loads of trees. And we also have to block the view, something blocks the view. 
and snow-covered mountains. That's also a nice collocation. Then we talked about a stream, and the stream winds through the forest. And that means that it makes lots of bends. It doesn't flow in a straight line. Yeah, remember the winding road of the Beatles? Yeah, so it makes lots of bends, and it doesn't flow in a straight line. It winds. Destroy the countryside. So fortunately, that didn't happen because the local people campaigned to protect the environment. That was the last collocation, protect the environment. Okay then, that was a brief description of the view of the countryside in two different places. Now, let's look at a few more collocations you can use to describe the view. Let's start with uninterrupted view. You can talk about an uninterrupted view when nothing blocks that view. For example, you can admire or enjoy uninterrupted views of the Mediterranean Sea. So I was in Alicante in Spain a couple of weeks ago and there I admired the uninterrupted view of the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah? So another collocation here, you can admire a view or enjoy a view. Both are correct. Now, a panoramic view is when you can view over the very wide area. For example, last weekend we admired the panoramic view over Prague when we were standing on Satin Hill, right? So we admired the panoramic view. And probably that same view is also a spectacular view. And I can confirm that. That view is indeed spectacular, which means it's very impressive or dramatic. Yeah? And finally, when you want to describe extremely striking and beautiful views, you can also use the collocation, it's a breathtaking scenery. A breathtaking scenery. Okay then, over to you. Now think of a time when you admired the view or enjoyed the scenery in the countryside and write down some sentences to use the collocations you just heard. Do your best, because practice makes progress. Okay then, this is the end. I hope you enjoyed this episode and as always, take care of yourself and each other, of course. Bye-bye. Oh, and one more thing. You might have heard that I have a new podcast. It's called Build Your English. Every week, from Monday to Friday, I publish 10-minute lessons that teach English in a fun and effective way. I talk about all sorts of topics, from everyday subjects like food, travel, books, and language learning, to more serious ones like history, politics, culture, and even philosophy. The episodes are spoken at a speed you can understand and come with downloadable mp3 files and pdf transcripts. So by dedicating just 10 minutes a day to our lessons, you won't just see improvements in your English, you'll also enjoy the learning journey. I invite you to listen to an episode and see for yourself. Patreon.com slash build your English. Patreon.com slash build your English.